I'm a man with a lot of stories in his head, you know? I like to think about all the different potential narratives and the storylines. Welcome to NFL Mayo, I'm Luke. I'm Aiden, holy shit. That was an incredible first week of football. Yeah, I mean, it's like so hard for me to even express my joy, my elation, my sheer fucking dopamine overdose uh, from having a full, real weekend of football back. It's hard for me to express it because I'm so down in the goddamn dumps about the storylines that have been snatched from me. You know, you always love, you always love tomorrow more than today, right? Like tomorrow, the hope of it, the promise. And I was sitting here with the hope and the promise of Aaron Rodgers, the jet and a season of, of, of prosper, a season of, you know, the jets making their mark and winning the first Super Bowl since Namath and, being with the savior like Manning did for the Broncos and like Brady did for the Buccaneers and whatnot and instead and we have to lead with it we'll go through all the games we have to lead with it um we have Rodgers I think he had 72 seconds of of five of time five I think 75 he had four plays four snaps not including running out with the American flag known 9-11 truther Aaron Rodgers sprinting out with the american alleged luke you give me all your things give me me everything you have on this because aaron Rodgers was your muse this sort of shattered yeah i'm I'm gonna give my take okay i mean objectively as a fan of of just the sport because it's not just yes my whole love for the sport is Viking centric. My lens is purple and gold that, that which I see through, you know what I mean? For, for, for the whole NFL season. Um, but then the, over the years of us doing the show, I've entrenched myself in, in the whole NFL storylines and putting myself, you know, spreading myself a little, a little thin, almost like trying to like soak it all up. And it's when hard you get to keep track of the whole week. Know, it is. And when you get something big in media like this, uh, something that has been hyped up and something that the potential of which has been actually the driving force of like the past three off seasons, like, you know what I mean? Like not even just this past one, um, to have it all kind of whisked away, uh, taken away, uh, with a Roger suffering a torn Achilles off the bat sucks, dude. It sucks. It, there's, there's ruptured Achilles. My bad. Um, I mean, off the bat, and, like, those plays that he was in sucked. He almost got sacked and somehow spun out of it. Um, He had an incomplete pass or two, and then he got sacked. Uh, No, there was a Brees Hall run. I'm I'm wrong. Um, So, and and on the sack is where he suffered the injury, and it was just, you know, season done, in comes Zach Wilson. And the fact that the Jets won that game, I feel like it went out the window. It's like, it's it's borderline irrelevant. Um, I'm sure it's great for them in the locker room, and it's an amazing. It's it's a, it's another amazing, unbelievable story for them to take it back on a punt return in overtime, uh, and whatnot. But the whole thing, the whole empire there, this whole like, this whole like, you know, I guess sort of mirroring the you know Stafford and the Rams. I should have mentioned him as well. Sort of mentioning mirroring that where if we get him and we build everything around it. 
it's all good and we'll go get the thing and i think they were they were poised to i picked the jets to win this division i thought they were going to the super bowl um despite it needing to be a perfect year like despite things needing to go perfect because they're in a tough fucking division tough as nails and we'll talk about it um I just really, I was just looking forward to it. And I really thought it was going to be magic. And I like magic. I liked watching Brady win. I wanted to watch Brady win 10 Super Bowls. Fuck it. Like, you know what I mean? I like a dynasty. I like seeing history. Um, and I thought we were going to get that. And instead we have to wait. And we don't know. That's where the speculation begins. And here we are. We're back speculating about Aaron Rodgers' future. Um, and I was finally, like, happy again. And I was finally, like, done. I'm not. I'm not like, speculating I was finally, about his future. Well, I'm of two minds. And, we'll, and I'll give it to you because I've been waxing poetic. It's just, and I'm not expressing anything and everybody else hasn't been for the past few days. It's all people have been talking about. Hard not to. I mean, especially after having hard knocks lead into it. Uh, the the coverage has been, I don't know, man, insane. My my appetite was, was, was wet. Was I was wicked. wetted. I was ready. And so it's all good. Like, it's all good. And, and here's the second mind, right? The other mind is, Wow new beginnings we officially can close a chapter on uh, like on rogers for the entire year it's week two and we're not he affects the zero games it's over and and that's interesting too yeah it's kind of like his storyline for this season the trade which was up in the air whether or not it was a first or a second overall or Mm -hmm. second round pick compensation back to the packers is now going to be a second round pick because he can't meet the benchmark. So that whole storyline is shut. All you're going to hear about Aaron Rodgers is, is he going to play next year? And how is he coaching and helping Zach Wilson? That's what we're going to hear about him. Bro, people, Shannon Sharp the next morning was saying they need to bring Tom Brady in. Um, I mean, like it'd be very funny. People are saying Pablo Torres said trade for Kyler Murray. Um, You told me people are throwing out Kirk Cousins ideas. Big time. Um, which, fuck that. Um, we don't owe the Jets shit. Why would we give them our quarterback? Fuck them. Um, I mean, obviously you'd be getting a, a pick. But here's the thing. We? The speculation I, I would be... The speculation people are saying is you should take that first round pick that is freed up now in that trade since it's now a second and send it for Kirk. But what people aren't realizing is you still can't use the first or the second round pick until the end of the year, even though it's been decided. That's not how it works. They're held. Like, so that's what happens when you put conditions on picks. That's according to Schefter. So we're also, we're sitting in this world where Rogers has a two year deal. He, he said more than once. He didn't think it was going to be a one and done. He freed up money so he could try and do this. You know, you know, if he does come back and now it's an if it's like, and they're talking about it everywhere. I'm not breaking news of course, but the, it's a rigorous comeback, dude, a rigorous comeback. And, and he was already like, you know, he's going to be 40 next season. Um, and last season wasn't his best look. And so now you start to like string him together. He didn't look good last year. And then now you have this year that didn't even happen. And it's like, it starts to be like, well, you know, like if Ro- if fucking Tom Brady tore his Achilles at, at when he was turning 40, I don't know. I don't know what would happen. You know what I mean? It didn't happen. And that's Tom Brady. Still so be with the anomaly, you know? she'd, just be, she'd have a warm cloth on his head in bed, Maybe. taking care of him, <laughs> nursing him back to health. I don't know. It's just crazy. So now like the Jets are in like, I don't know. Salah has maintained that. He's eating uh, a bowl of Italian wedding soup. Oh God, I love Italian wedding soup. I know so it's much. so good. Um, Salah has maintained that Zach Wilson's a starter. 
Um, I, I, a he lot of people be. are saying they'll go out and bring Flacco back. He's already known in the building and stuff. To they need a they need somebody in the building. I, I get that. I think um, there were two quarterbacks, three quarterbacks that played that night, and one's Rodgers, one's Zach Wilson, and the other one had like four or five turnovers. Let me tell before Josh we Allen. get to the actual game and talk about the <laughs> yes, rest fair of enough. it. We'll, we'll, we'll get there my, then. Yep. Yeah, I want to give my Aaron Rodgers take. So please, I've been please. tossing this Hey, try not to grin head. too much. Try not to relish this, you Well, freak. that's the He's thing, injured. man. That's that's exactly the thing. I've been tossing this around in my head all day on how I want to come off with this because I am not one that cheers for injuries. I'm not one for, that cheers for downfall. But I am and have been and maintained that I'm firmly against Aaron Rodgers as a person. I strongly dislike him. He's hyper-relevant in, in a way that I cannot escape because I'm a Bears fan, in a way that I cannot escape because I'm an NFL fan. Because all it seems that people want to talk about all the fucking time is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers this, Aaron Rodgers that. He's a narcissist, he's egomaniacal, and he put, literally put people in danger during the pandemic. He played fucking coy with people. He ruined a draft, whether or not it was Schefter or him. He has fucking held a franchise uh, hostage. He has only redeemed himself in the NFL media and the NFL community at large because he's being sucked by the organization of the Jets and they're treating him like a god. So he's going to act in a certain way that everyone thinks is super cool, including yourself. And you were one that was against Aaron Rodgers for a long time. I thought it was crazy how people liked him all of a sudden. I disliked him. I liked him. him before the COVID stuff. Yeah. Um... Look, As man, a Vikings fan. He didn't take a headshot. He didn't suffer an injury that's a risk to his like long-term health. He did t- suffer a, a like an injury it's that's sad to grueling. see. It's like, going to be pretty grueling. It's going to be painful. Yeah, I mean, I feel sorry for the person having to go through a rehab. But I do not feel sorry for the Jets or the Packers organizations for how they basically crowned him king. The NFL crowned him king and the Super Bowl champ already before he even took a snap. And what the fuck did I say? What did I say last week? I don't always get shit right, but I got this one right. I said, I'm not so sure. I think that offensive line might get him killed. He might get hurt behind that offensive line. Four plays. And and two of the other ones, he almost got obliterated. So everyone wants to be like, oh, so sad. Four plays. He's my king. Four plays, 30 plays, 150 plays. He's going to get hurt behind that offensive line. That was going to happen. He got hurt by Leonard Floyd, known Rodgers assailant because he did it. He was always literally having his best games against Rodgers when he was a bear. So that's fitting. Look, man. I don't like Aaron Rodgers. It is objectively funny how it turned out. How everyone put all of their eggs in the basket. Like, there's fr- there's five primetime Jets games this season. And all the NFL was so prepared to talk many. about was Aaron Rodgers. And now everyone's weeping on air. Whatever, I feel man. robbed of it. I feel robbed of it. I, I wanted to see it. I despise hearing about Rodgers. I despise him as a football player, as a Bears fan. I, I'm not wishing for poor health on the man, but I don't want to see or hear of him. So I am happy for that. I have come around on Zach Wilson. Not that I think he's a talent, but, you know, he's like he's definitely talented. He's, yeah, he's definitely definitionally a twerp is what I said earlier. He's, sure. he's the little high school senior kid that he no one's taking young, seriously. Doesn't but he? he ripped it a couple Those times cheeks. in that game. So 
Yeah. To, Garrett to, Wilson to, also, like, you know, we're, yeah. did, so to, did things I've n- never before seen. Lean back, redonkulous, and play I like on, Zach Wilson up. just fine. <laughs> I like Zach the Wilson thing- just fine, but, I, yeah, I don't know if that's the answer. I, 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 weep, I weep for the Jets unless that defense can go crazy. And then, you know, Rex Ryan's defense for the Jets went crazy, and Mark Sanchez went to back-to-back AFC chomps. To put a button on the Aaron Rodgers thing, I – I don't feel bad about the situation. For for me personally, I'm okay with it. It is what it is. Maybe if you're going to fucking go all in on that, shore up your offensive line before you start talking about how we're Super Bowl champs and you're going to fucking beat on your chest. Dude, you guys didn't look... That was a risk. That offense wasn't going to look great anyway with how it was going. Zach got fucking obliterated multiple times. So we'll see how it goes. I thought Zach Wilson was going to get hurt in that game. Because he took a massive headshot when he threw his interception. Didn't have any other quarterbacks that could play either. That's what I'm saying. So, like, it's hard for me to fucking feel bad like we were robbed of something when it was kind of, like, predictable with the only negative thought that they had on any of the coverage in any of the Hard Knocks episodes was this offensive line super-duper bad to the point where we need to berate them on live television. Publicly, yeah. Dwayne Brown tried to do a cut block and he absolutely fucking whiffed and Leonard Floyd kept his footing. So maybe before you go and crown people champions, you will watch them a little bit first. That's all I'm going to say. So moving on from that, let's just go ahead and talk about this game because as you mentioned, there was another quarterback on the other side of the field, a certain Madden cover athlete, a guy who's been held up on the highest pedestal. I have talked highly of his talent. I, they changed the overtime rules for how well he played in an overtime game against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Zach, or, sorry, Josh Allen had an objectively horrendous game that, like, I'm glad people are actually talking about it because it seems like he gets off scotch-free, scot-free. All um, the time. All Luke, the time. you have been in on this early that Zach Wills, fuck, that Josh Allen is not made for this He's not for the streets. He can't handle not the built heat. for these streets. I believe he that. can't, dude. When he gets anxious, he keeps dropping the football, Luke. Like fumbling it, dropping machine. the snap. I oh, don't know what crucial, he was doing in that game. Times he would either. roll out as far as he could and just huck it, whip it, whip just it as far as he could throw it. Jordan Whitehead had three interceptions on him and hit his single season incentive clause. For interceptions, $250,000 he made in one game. How Let's crazy is crucial, that? That's fantastic. He deserves it. Let's talk about the crucial fumble. Like, I mean, Allen, Allen drops a good snap. You know what I mean? And, drops and it, picks it up, ball. takes two runs steps into and his, fucking squirts it runs out. Into hitting his, his offensive own line. guy, Mark Sanchez, was quick to point out on Twitter. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It looked ugly. MetLife Stadium had back-to-back ugly-ass games, uh, but I, you know, I had a more fun watching. Yeah, and impossible to not to mention blah. is the turf, and everybody's been freaking exactly out about the turf. Go next. That's exactly where I was going to go next. Injuries happen. Um, I, for one, think that all of these stadiums should have grass. I think it's absolute buffoonery that the fucking like. European football and American soccer can have a perfect pitch made of grass that's well maintained. And I hear the other side, the greedy side. Yeah, that it's like, well, we have to have shows in there, and it's easier if you have turf so you can fucking wheel Taylor Swift out in the middle of the field. Fuck it, dude. You make so much money. 
Every time we have a fucking game, I see on Twitter that it set a viewership record. Every single time. Why not listen time. to the players? Why not listen to the players? Like, I just don't Put understand. grass it. Like, out there. Like, it's crazy that you don't. If you're hurting your product, and, and you know, Goodell was on first take with Stephen A today, and he said that, you know, he's, they make those decisions based on science. And I guess based on science, the injuries have been no worse. Do on, I need to take you know, my yada. master's degree and look at the fucking um, reports that they're that I they're would quoting from? Love that. I would love that. He said, Ugh. according to it, it's not. I, and they they main they maintained on ESPN today that uh, Rogers no, no had, data supports that grass is no, safer. No, they no no no. It's, that's not it. They maintained on on ESPN that Rogers himself and other players loved this new artificial turf at MetLife and said it was he said it was the best turf he'd played on it was closer to grass everything else um the NFL Players Association has called on the league to switch all of its field surfaces to natural grass uh suggesting that natural grass is simply safer than artificial turf uh after QB Aaron Rodgers suffered a season-ending injury on Monday during his debut for the New York Jets yada yada uh this is per Forbes.com uh Ty Roush now the fact that Rodgers himself said it was good kind of like was like, okay, but maybe he was just like sucking up because he was being New York starling. I have no idea. Um, if the study, regardless of the study, if the players are publicly asking for it, why not just do it? Like, I, I, do, I don't understand. It costs like, money to fuck. maintain. That's why. Who the fuck can't? I mean, oh, that's frustrating. Hire um, a very well-compensated groundskeeper head for every fucking team in a nice groundskeeper, like, that maintains it diligently, me. just like they do in soccer pitches. Now, I'm not blaming it for Roger's injury, but if one wanted to, is that argument alone? Oh, All easy, the money the NFL easy, just easy. got dicked on tickets and everything else. Like, the I'll amount of, like... Why. So the way you see the injury happen, he had his fucking foot fully planted on the ground, leaning forward as he had Leonard Floyd on his back. And it seemed like he tried to push off on that foot. And then you see his calf muscle jump up. There's a chance if it's grass Mm -hmm. that a clump of grass kicks out from under his foot as that force goes down. That will not happen on turf. The turf will hold steady and all that force will go onto your joints and muscles and, and tendons. So... That's why Do you, you see... think now. So you think that like like Minnesota and Detroit and st- or that have domes and cold cities indoor and everything, it's, they can maintain real grass inside. How does that work? There are ways that you can. First off, they have ways to fucking irrigate and heat it from underneath, so you can Copy. do it that way. And what they do a lot of the time is they wheel it underneath the fucking stadium, so it gets Got sunlight, it. and then you wheel it back okay. under, and then it's diligently maintained. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's dude. You literally have the science already done. Like you have cold I want weather it. countries I'm that play it. soccer. I'm pro player. Just go learn this, from Europe. This was like, it's crazy. this was a big argument so about players. Yeah, and this was a big deal about players' heads hitting the fucking turf. When we were talking about this last year, we we're always talking about. It. I don't understand. Like even for PR, if mm-hmm. I just don't understand, the NFL doesn't necessarily care about PR. So, really quick to cap this game, Zach Wilson comes in. Everyone's eyes are fucking glazed over when you see Aaron Rodgers. First, he gets up. Then he falls back down to his butt. They help him off the field. Soon after he leaves the tent, he gets carted out. And by then, everyone's freaking out. They have no clue. Most people thought maybe an ankle sprain. Um, I wasn't sure because I know... Like, as much as I don't like the man, he's fucking tough, dude. He plays through injuries. And as soon as I saw him sit down disappointed, my first gut reaction was that he was hurt pretty bad. 
Um, after that, Zach comes in. I saw a couple brilliant moments where he ripped it to the guy right on the money. I saw moments where the offensive line hung him out to dry and he got murdered. And he did throw a really bad pick that was telegraphed where he then took a headshot trying to tackle the middle linebacker. <laughs> Matt, Matt Milano had quite the fucking game, if I might yeah, add. Yeah, he but really did. Scrappy there's two, game. People are fighting. There's, there's maybe three things that we really need to highlight. First thing I'll highlight, Stefan Diggs, though not really highly featured the whole game was super heavily featured at the end. And he, other than his push off against sauce who had an objectively terrible game, I thought Stefan Diggs was murderous out there. I then love Diggs. You get to the other receiver on the other side who made one of the most fucking chilling, exciting, ridiculous catches I've ever seen in my life. And that is Maybe Ohio state bolt up. Right. Yeah. Dude. Garrett Wilson, did a goal line fade from Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson put it maybe three yards ahead of where he should have to the point where it was perfectly where the cornerback could have plucked it. It looked like it was thrown to the corner. Zach Wilson jumps, backhand pulls it to himself in a tip, like stripping it from where the corner can catch it, and then juggles it twice with one hand as he's being pulled down and catches it. Stands up, does the little shrug flex, just holding still while the fucking chain gang guy's freaking out. We squealed. Like, in live action, yeah. we, we both, like, shrieked. You called him Zach Wilson there. I did? Well, Zach Wilson yeah. threw it. Garrett Wilson caught it. I'm doing I know, bad I'm just today. saying, you're, you love Zach Wilson today. No, Big I'm just... Big fan. Huge. I'm tired today, I think. Anywho, that play was ridiculous. But, one other thing we got to hit on. The game goes to overtime after a very clutch doink in field goal from Tyler Bass. Then we saw HBO Hard Knock sweetheart, rookie wide receiver, return a punt to the house. People are talking so much shit about the Bills punter in his feeble attempt to tackle the punt returner. I will give him this credit. It looked like he was trying to strip the ball. It looked like he was like really scared. Why? Because if you tackle him there, it's already a chip shot field goal. It was like on the 10-yard line. Oh, it's already okay. game. Copy. That's Copy what I that. think. I think people well, aren't giving him any then. credit for that. But he looked like kind of really like he bitched out on the hit. So that was the most electric game of the season. And we got that on the first Monday night game. It was so exciting. I was I, mean, I went to bed like with like adrenaline pumping through me. Yeah. And that leads me to, like, if you want to talk about electric primetime games, and we won't normally be this out of order unless there's a season-altering injury. Rogers, like, uh, level of, like, injury happening. But um, Thursday night, dude, Lions, Chiefs, Lions take the fucking victory from the Super Bowl champion Chiefs, yeah. dude, in their own house on primetime to kick off the NFL fucking season. Like, Dan Campbell's out there just, like, being the most likable character in the absolute world. Like, what did like he in do? his halftime, his what halftime interview, What did he do at the beginning dude, of the game? What do you mean? I don't know. He ran a fucking a big punt within his own 20-yard line. Oh, I thought you meant Dan Campbell himself. I was, oh. like, I was like, what? Did he, like, fucking say something cool normally? Yeah, dude, Dan Campbell, like, fourth down running a fake punt on, like, their own 20 or something against the Chiefs, then storming, like all the way down the field to score a touchdown. I mean, nobody's surprised on Detroit's end because they, they really believe in themselves, and that's all that matters. I'm like, I'm lo I'm loving it. I'm terrified, and I'm loving it. Um, it, it. This is a beautiful thing to see. Granted, Mahomes without Kelsey was heavily, 
heavily favored like storyline wise. I feel like they focus more on Kelsey on the sideline than they did on the game half the time. Yeah. Um, so much it so didn't that help like that Kadarius Tony was leaving him out to dry and he had no receiver catching his passes. Like, fuck, dude, dude, I gotta say, man, I'm not the biggest fan of Kadarius Tony. Anywho, but like, I don't know if you're aware, he he had like one of the objectively worst wide receiver performances I've seen. Dropped every pass thrown to him, one of which perfectly on the money on both hands that popped up to Brian Branch, rookie from Alabama, returned for a pick six touchdown which changed the momentum. And then after the game, Kadarius Tony deletes his social media only to then reactivate it when the giants get blown out to talk shit about them for like an hour and a half and then deleted it again. Weird. It's soft. That's super soft to me. Um, whatever. I thought that the lions looked dangerous. They didn't look exactly like perfect, but to be able to beat the Super Bowl chomps like that, to have the guts to go for that fake punt early in the game in the your whole own thing 20. is crazy. Goff was ripping it on time for most of the game. Uh, Jameer Gibbs needs to get more touches because he was electric. They're doing this without their starting wide receivers. It's kind of crazy. I'm worried about them, and I might have been uh, like, I might have been really wrong about the NFC North with how the Bears looked. So. I think that the the Chiefs are going to come back perfectly fine. I think sure, it was kind of fluky. Um, Super Bowl I thought, I'm, I don't think they're. I didn't think Pat played poorly. To me, he looked a smidge slow when he was running. I didn't notice that personally. Uh, and, I think he was getting rushed more than normal. Yeah. Uh, Dude, I thought it was we have to, to talk. Their offensive tackle Chris was. Jones. Oh, go ahead. I just thought it was they're, weird seeing Chris Jones in the stands, like flanked by two agents and shit. So the game. weird. I'm glad he was he's wearing back, a Seahawks was... hat too. Really? Yeah. People were saying it was to match the fit. I don't know. He was there with two phones, that. and then he came. He's he's now re-signed, so he's back with them currently. But he's not even like making any more guaranteed money. It's all incentive based, and he lost like two million from the holdout. It doesn't make any sense. It's kind Everyone's of like what saying Saquon's like one year yeah. and shit, right? Every, well, Saquon got, I, yeah, it was incentive, so correct. I think everybody's saying that his agent did him no justice with that holdout. But something we have to highlight from this game, right tackle for the Chiefs, Jawan Taylor, false started almost every pass rep. Oh, it was wild. And they were like, everybody was talking about it, like except for the refs, which is like interesting. How can that happen? Uh, dude, you want to hear, hear me say something like it, it, and just take a moment because I don't feel like I do this? ever so far in his career aiden hutchinson yeah dude yeah bad motherfucker he's good he's really he's a really bad good. motherfucker i remember the days of me watching football in my youth just for the defensive line play because i was playing defensive line the vikings had this insane front uh flanked by jared allen kevin williams like i was watching pass rushers that were artists and we we are back not that they, not that they weren't around not that the boses weren't there not that um, there hasn't been people since that I've been really like, but NFC North, I'm going to pay most attention to. And I just want to finally give Aiden Hutchinson proper flowers. This guy's a fucking freak, dude. He's, He's a so fucking good. freak. And it My sucks because the Bears don't Mahomes have shit number. on the D-line. He had Mahomes yeah, it's, number, it sucks dude. that the guy across from him was cheating every play and lining up illegally too far back in the backfield but that kind of puts a cap on it the lions win that game yeah we can 21 to 20 in the season we always do this we get front heavy yeah well super exciting primetime games that's what it was so to get to the sunday slate 
I just want to say going from no football over seven months to this whole slate was just more extreme nacho cheese flavor than a medieval peasant could have ever experienced. Yeah, just like a lick of a single Dorito to a peasant's tongue. Yeah, we take it for granted truly how extreme yes. things are in our day yes. and age. Let's very start with... Extreme. Oh, if not overstimulating. Oh, yeah. Let's start. I had multiple screens up and the quad view. Thank you, Bradley. That was kind of weird, though, because I don't have a gigantic TV. I think it's 60 inches, 55, something like that. It's pretty fucking big. But for the quad, you can't really see individual players too well. You can kind of just get the gist of what's happening. So I'm not like a huge fan of it. But since the Bears played in the afternoon, I did quad view. And then I had, I think whatever the it was yeah it was this game i had the panthers falcons up on my ipad because that one I liked wasn't it. On. yeah i had a ball hi buddy so let's start Walk with the number through. one pick in the draft uh the team that has given the bears their first round pick in 24 the panthers played lay down buddy go <laughs> he's like trying to climb on my lap the panthers played the falcons and bryce young didn't have his best game he had two interceptions, both of which to the safety, new acquisition Jesse Bates, who had a really good game. Panthers lose 24-10. to Bijan Robinson for the Falcons had an electric first touchdown where he, like, stopped and hopped back like Braxton Miller at Ohio State and then took it up. Uh, Tyler Algier had two touchdowns. Kyle Pitts had a couple good plays. It wasn't an, exactly a super good outing by the Falcons, but this is a young Panthers team that's going to have growing pains. I think sure. Bryce Young is going to be fine in the end, but I don't foresee this year being all too good for him. Yeah, that was kind of my hard thing. Is like I, When I was trying to pick that last week, I was like, oh, I really want to pick Bryce Young, and then I was like, like no, maybe not with these Panthers. Um, but, you know, that, that's going to happen. Did we both get that pick right? We did. Um, the only one we had differently was the Miami Dolphins versus Chargers one, and I got that. So it was just a one-point swing this Good week. Good for you. All right, you had nine, time. and I had ten. So the next I'll game was that. a really boring game, to be honest, unless you're a Browns fan. Browns beat the Bengals 24-3. And, dude, <laughs> I picked Joe Burrow. You chalk that up to Aiden. I, I, I chalk it up. Because, like, Joe – Joe got broke off a, a small slice of some of that funky stuff just moments yeah. like after Mahomes was taking the field on Thursday night. Like the fattest contract in NFL history. And we're going to say that every time somebody gets a new deal, but this is the, the fattest fatty. As an aside, I think my dog needs to shit super bad and he's going around the house trying to find a spot right now. So, Do, do you want to I do. I think he's about to shit. Okay. Let's I don't pause. I don't know what else to do cuz he doesn't come up. Then let's pause. 3 right. 2 1. Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Aiden. I'm Luke. So back from your dog taking re- a shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh kind of recapping this AFC North matchup. The Browns absolutely dominated the Bengals. I'm not too worried about Joe. This is like we talk a lot about guys who don't play in the preseason and then they have difficult first outings. It takes a while to gel and get their rhythm back. Not only that, but Joe hasn't even practiced in months because of his calf strain. So there's yeah, you that. Know the last quarterback there's... I heard about having a calf strain. Yeah. yeah. And then on top of that, I was already worried about the Browns' pass rush, and that's what did him in. He was getting fucking thrown around. They weren't converting any third downs, and he had probably one of the worst quarterback performances outside of Josh Allen this week. I'm not worried for the long run, but 
Also, I didn't like until the end of the game. I didn't think Deshaun Watson was all that incredible. He had an inter- a terrible interception up till that point. Maybe the worst one I'd seen. Um, I think a lot of these games were sloppy and you see that early in the season, but I don't think that this lopsided loss is going to like linger with the Bengals. Slop-sided. I think that they'll, yeah, I think they'll find their footing within a few weeks, but it's not a good look to come out of the gate that flat. Moving on, so yeah, Browns win that one 24-3. And then another divisional matchup, Jaguars beat the Colts 31-21. to This uh, this one had a couple really cool Calvin Ridley catches. A really weird play with a fumble that wasn't ruled down that DeForest Buckner recovered for a touchdown. Uh, Richardson had a cool rushing touchdown. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually watch this one too much. Did you watch this one? Uh, I caught the end when things were kind of spicing up and then Richardson got hurt and taken out of the game and Minshew came in and, and all. Yes. You lost. said that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I did Richardson not see that was play. a full participant um, and he's on track to play this weekend. But yeah, it was definitely a scary okay, moment for a franchise QB rookie in his fucking first start. I was You're going to hear me dude. be like, anytime there's, there's like any kind of remote injury scare for any quarterback in the league. I'm like, Oh, thank God they're back. Yeah. Good. I don't want to lose that quality of play in this league. You and then you're like, yeah, we lost we lost a two-time Hall MVP. Yeah. And I'm like, I couldn't care less. They're like, fuck him. Put him out to pasture. News always we better. We truly know very little in this world. Aiden's favorite Star Wars movie is The Rise of Skywalker. He wants the latest, hottest thing. That's not true. That's Mine's you. Mine's Empire. You're and it always man. was. And guess what? My favorite Lord of the Rings was Twin Towers when I was younger, but now, as a more calm adult, I really enjoy Fellowship, and I think Fellowship of the Ring might be my favorite. Well, that's nice. It's quaint and peaceful, (laughs) and it's got love loving aspects. It also has it like you have to call the Shire quaint and beautiful and homely, Um, and the music that accompanies the different regions of that is very calming to me. So I think I like Fellowship the most in my old age of 30. Moving on. It was just interesting. Uh, my buddy Jake was watching Gangs in New York, and he's like, what's with this score sounding all Lord of the rings cool and then he's And then he's like, oh, this Same dude guy? Th- then went and did Lord of the Rings. Yeah. 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 Really, really, really good composer. So I want you to talk to me about the Buccaneers beating the Vikings 20-17 to uh, at U.S. Bank uh, Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota. When Kirk Cousins was dealing at times and when uh, Justin Jefferson looked like he was on track for 200. Tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, spotty is a good way to to put it, I feel. Uh, I was very impressed with J.J. as always. Kirk was finding him. Kirk was finding Hawkinson. Kirk was getting rushed, bro. Like and dude, and since the beginning of the hit. game, he was getting bludgeoned. And if like, there's one I thing we up. learned from Netflix quarterbacks is that Kirk is always in pain and was getting the shit beat out of him last year. He's a year older, and the year kicks off and he's get the living shit beat out of him again. Yeah, and um, he also has all the mileage from last year. You know what yeah. I mean? It's oh yes, it's and not Darisaw like your body re- game. fully resets in the off season. Darisaw left the game. Bradbury left the game. He's st- Bradbury still hurt. Won't play against the Eagles on Thursday. He was getting his ass That's kicked. That's not good. He looked visibly upset. JJ looked visibly upset. Uh, the media's really trying to fuck with that. I hope it doesn't happen. I don't need a Diggs Josh Allen thing. Um, not one bit. I think that there was, there was JJ and the team didn't come to agreement on a longer deal before the season started, which sucked. And JJ publicly was like, I, I, it's up to them. And that doesn't feel good either. I think he's the, not only the face of our organization, but one of the faces of the NFL. 
inarguably. So I would. Just I just really don't like even know how it is a question that. that he wouldn't just like not only set the record for wide receiver but like surpass it by a fair amount. I don't even know how that's. A there has to in, be a reason. Their... There has to be a reason in our books currently, or something, or maybe they really are not going to move on with Kirk next year, and then all the money because we just paid Hawkinson so much. Like, well, there's there's got to be a reason why we're not doing it this year in the numbers because uh, he still has two. He has two years on his contract left. I mean, yeah, but it's smart. But like, you have to. It's it's so much smarter when it's a generationally talented player with to, you. to resign as quick as you can. I'm with you. I want to give him all I don't the money get in the it. world. And what is he asking for? Fifty million a year or something? That's like, not public. That's it's not public. I don't get it. And he seems to be a person that, even though they want to float those rumors, he seems to be a Minnesota guy yep. that is putting it on. And he's bro, he was rocking a Bud Grant shirt. He was like in pregame, like this was awesome. It kind by of the way, pisses me off. By the because way, he could get hurt too. He deserves to get paid. I agree, and I think he will be. It's a promise. I just hope it's. We'll take care of him. We got to. It's not like Moss where we let him go because of like Addison a had a touchdown. Addison had a had a touchdown in his first game. The Vikings throwbacks look glorious. They looked just really glorious. good with the buzz patch. The bud patch, which we will still have a stick as a sticker on the back of our helmets the rest of the year. Um, but I wish we had the patch the whole year. It was fucking awesome. The The whole place was decked out in throwback, throwback, side panels, throwback, art on the field. It was beautiful, tough to lose. Uh, here's what I want to go spotty and talk about our defense. We kicked off, and Taylor's watches me like a like a wonderful wife, and, she, and we're both just like, oh, my God. The defense is Way fucking different. hustling, looking good, rushing the quarterback. Daniil Hunter swatting passes, like fucking – we're going for it. It looked amazing, dude. And it was just a completely different look at our defense, a shot in the arm, dude, compared to last year. And it was so cool seeing fucking Flores on our sideline and seeing them rock this way. I was like, Oh my God, we're kicking ass. Second half. Baker Mayfield started, started Heisman trophying all over us. dude. Did you hear what he's come out and said? What? That Baker Mayfield clocked your defensive signals in the first half. Wow. And he was call, calling out your uh, wow. coverage adjustments in the well, second half. That's that what the running back came it. out and said today. That would do it. Uh, because who said that? Our running back, Madison? No, they're, they're running back. I think wow. Rashad White came out and said, yeah, Baker came in at halftime and said, I got their defensive calls or whatever well, adjustments. That spells it. Does that make we sense? We looked like shit in the second half on defense and um, that ruined everything. That ruined everything. Ba- Baker started dealing on us. Like I said, Heisman Trophy Baker at OU. He's grabbing his he's grabbing his dick on the sideline. He didn't. Dude, but it's all I could see he in my head. Got that like six yard run on Byron mm. Murphy where he stiff armed him and yeah. then he, we, we find out bed. that he said get your weight up little boy. He probably shouldn't say boy. Call him little man maybe. Um, but I still thought it was ballsy, and that's the kind of Baker that I really enjoy watching. I'm playing him. The Bears are playing the, the Buccaneers this week. Have fun. And that defense looks fucking scary, and if they're doing it to your offensive line, they're sh- assuredly doing it to ours. Yeah, have fun. Anything else you want to say about this matchup? No, I think it was a, a game that we, we failed to execute. I'm comfortable with a 3-4 point loss um, if it has to be that way, especially watching, like, other teams get blown out or have their whole hopes fucked for the year. Mine aren't like that. Um, I think you pointed out something very clever and I thought it was, it was humorous, but true is that uh, looks like, looks like somebody's luck's going the other way on the one point or on the one score games. You know, we did have 11 or 12 one score wins last year. Um, and, 
the shoe didn't drop our way. We couldn't make magic happen. It can't be a magic year. Last year was the magic year. It it, it can't be a magic year. So we need to figure out what's up and we need to adjust. And I think for the first time in a very long time, I think we're capable of it on defense. And I think Kirk's just going to have to survive. Our offensive line is not magically going to get better. Kirk's going to have to survive. I'm, have you heard of the rumblings about Dalton Reisner coming to Minnesota? He was the offensive not. guard Talk to for me. the for the Broncos for his first, I think, three years in the league from Kansas State. Not a world beater, but a solid guard. And I thought like he should be on a team by now. I was very surprised he's not. Let me just say, he's an offensive lineman with his face scanned on Madden. So That's he's sick. obviously relevant. He's worth a shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we have shit. all this money for Brian O'Neill. We have all this money. We drafted Darius on the first round. We have Bradbury, who's been well, around. Well, let me like, tell I just don't you, understand. Luke, like, he's responding to Viking fan tweets. Okay. I'm into it. He, he wants to go. In. So you, you brought him in on a visit before the season started a few weeks ago, and then Didn't a click. bunch of Vikings fans were saying, Ed Ingram's not working out. Where's Dalton? Is, is Reisner wanting to play? He's like, I'm right here. I'm ready. He... In his IG post, it was a picture of him at an airport with all of the different flight screens. He's yeah. like, where am I headed? So, like, yeah. I think yeah, you guys should take a chance and go be pick good. up some- That'll be good for the fucking room. Already, like, publicly calling out Ed Ingram when you don't even play for us. He wasn't saying that. The fans were saying that. But he's responding like, yeah, that the guy sucks. The fans were saying, yes. like, can we get Riser? And Riser's like, I'm ready. So, I don't... I, don't, I yeah. think the context think- is still... But I hear you. And you got to advocate for yourself. You need to make money and pay for your family and your life. I get that. So this is a job. All about it. I'm just saying I don't know how it would be for the room. That said, Ed Ingram has been not fucking good. Uh, So Ezra Cleveland has been at least better than I thought he would since he's been in the league. Um, We can cruise. I don't want to stay on my team too long. Well, we should highlight our teams more. They're the most important thing. What are your thoughts going forward from this? I'm good. Team. I feel good. Like I said, I think I have hope that our defense can turn it around. If Baker's a, a vet, Baker's been in the league a very long time now. Um, that said, if he can call him out, who's to say other starters in the league can't call out our defensive shit? So that's not good. We got to figure that out very quick. But I think everybody's playing in this scheme a lot more confidently. We're sending a lot more uh, heat. It's aggressive. Very fun to see. And that's what we got to do. We got to send heat. That's got to be us all year. Um, and on the other end, we got to find a way to get the ball to JJ as much as possible, get the ball to Hawkinson, spread it around to Addison. It's just a matter of getting to, getting them all, getting it to them all at the right time. And when Kirk's rush and fluster, that's a bad combination for Kirk Cousins. And he's my boy. He's my absolute boy. Dude, he, but was, he was he looked taking overwhelmed. such hard hits early he in looked the game. Overwhelmed. I felt bad for him. Yep, me too. I felt bad Honestly, too. going into that game, I thought that the Buccaneers were going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Me too. And their roster is still I was very confident. Yeah, exactly. I was scared. Roster... I did say that Baker could get hot with Mike Evans, but and man, he did get hot at the very end. Sure. Their defense is very stacked still, and they still have two talented wide receivers, and that is scary. And Baker is streaky, and he can make plays. That's sure, undeniable. We've seen him do it. He can be very exciting at times. So moving on, though, we have the Tennessee Titans losing a one-pointer to the New Orleans Saints. Saints come out on top 16-15. to 15. Derek like Carr, 
I saw some of it. Derek Carr had a bit of an up and downer. He had his his uh, traditional get sacked as soon as someone can come within a, like breathing distance. He just crumples. And he had another one where he like ran up in the pocket and cocked back to throw and it just dirted it like three yards in front of himself. He does that a lot. That. But Olave had over 100 yards. Um, honestly, I thought Carr did play pretty well at the end to win it. And the defensive line for the Titans is nothing to joke about. That is a fucking stacked front. They are scary good. Yes, and it's not just Jeffrey Simmons. It's like Danico Autry and Tier Tart. They're all really good. They're killing people. So that was a good win. That was a gutsy win by the Saints, Uh, especially when all of the other teams in the league are having, like, really wishy-washy, like, performances where nobody it looks disjointed to to eke out a good win like that a one-pointer that's gonna help you moving forward and you have a veteran quarterback there's a clip on social media of Derek Carr talking to Rashid Rashid Shahid I think his name is a wide receiver and he's like I want you to hit a go route when I give you the signal you just fucking run and then they just Uh, the camera goes to Jamie's he just goes yes I love like, it. Like, Jamie's goes, yes, uh-huh. Uh, like, yeah, like, right when he calls out that that's going to be the audible, I loved that. Jamie's think, is so entertaining. You think Jamie should go to New York for the Jets? No. No. I think it should be Zach Wilson. Okay. He knows the offense. They have two really I'm good running backs. doing this. We haven't I even... Let t- a, I won't let us forget the Jets, baby. We haven't even talked about how Dalvin and Brees Hall had really good games, mainly Brees nice. Hall. They uh, have Dalvin a good, good running... Too. Dalvin looked good. They have a, he did. They have a good running game. If they can lean on that and not have to fucking pass protect as much, they have a chance with we their keep defense. Moving. I okay. don't keep bringing them up. 49ers beat the shit out of the Steelers 30-7. to It was not a good game. Um, I saw Kenny Pickett doink his head, and then he played really bad after that. And Yeesh. I've heard people say that, like, maybe he should have been looked at. Oh, McCaffrey I don't like and that. Yeah, McCaffrey and Ayuk had really good games, and Purdy looked great. Um, I thought that that was a potential sleeper loss for the 49ers, and boy, was I wrong. And boy, was I wrong about Purdy. He was doing fine. <laughs> so well, let's see if he keeps it up because his record's really good as a starter. Did I mention it on last week's episode, Patrick Peterson talking that shit publicly that Purdy and the Niners have tells and yada yada? Yep. Okay, good, because he threw a touchdown on Patrick Peterson. He did. Commanders and, and, beat the Cardinals. And acknowledged it, and I was like, the ball's on this kid. Commanders beat the Cardinals 20-16. to 16. I saw Sam Howell take a ridiculous hit that I think was potentially unsportsmanlike. Um, I didn't get to watch too much of this one. This one wasn't high on my priority list, Same. but good win. I like seeing Sam Howell out there leading his team. And Montez Sweat played really well, I'm too. Super Chase Young it. is not playing still. Is he ever going to play football again? It's, it's kind of scary. You tell it's me. It's crazy. Buckeye boy. <sighs> I wanted him in the trade this offseason, but I'm not even so sure because it seems like he's always on the injury Re- report. Rather. It's the knee, right? I think it's a hamstring right now that's keeping him out a few weeks. But when you have, like, structural issues, you compensate, which leads to soft tissue issues. Like, if you have anything wrong with your back, it can affect any part of your body. You have anything wrong with your knee, it can affect your calf or your hamstring. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Texans lose to the Ravens. 25 to 9 um cj i didn't get to watch too much of this one but one of the things that stood out was the jk dobbins tore his achilles and he's out again (laughs) and if i'm being honest 
That might just be the end of his career. He had a bad injury coming out of high school going to Ohio State, and then since he's been in the league, he's been hurt the whole time. So that sucks to see. I really like J.K. Dobbins. It was a sloppy game by the Ravens, and Lamar acknowledged that, but it was still a win, and that's what you want, especially when the rest of the league is also playing like shit. Now let's get to my game, Luke, because this is what I really want to talk about. I'm a man with a lot of stories in his head. You know, I like to mm-hmm. think about all of the different potential narratives That's and the storylines and the, and the things that could happen in a season. And when I'm going to bed and brushing my teeth, getting ready, I'm thinking about potential free agent pickups on the defensive line. I'm thinking about who we might draft to shore up a couple needs on the team. I'm investing a lot of my fucking time and my like mental space to this team and all of the storylines that I found to be likely were absolutely fucking crushed very quickly in this game. And it's a hundred percent scheme and fucking game plan. And actually maybe like 80% that and 20% talent, because we still are dealing with a, le- a talent differential The the Packers defense has like seven or eight first round picks. I knew that they would be frightening to play against what I thought was that Justin would be the elevating factor going into his third year with DJ Moore as the acquisition. You got Tremaine Edmonds and Yannick Ngakwe on your defense. You'd Mm. think you'd be a little bit better with all these new faces in there. Um, what What I thought I'd see was that Jordan Love wouldn't be the guy that people are p- making jokes about that he'd be the unsure. fucking heir apparent to Aaron. And I don't think he is. I don't, here's the thing about Jordan love. I thought he looked average to below average, except for like two plays in that whole game. He had two very high level plays. One he of which a lot he, of yards and multiple touchdowns. I don't think that like anything was anything other than average. Other than that, he had a tight end leak where our fucking safety was nowhere to be found. What for did he throw yards. for? 245. Has Justin ever thrown for 245? Justin had like 215. Has Justin ever thrown for 245? I'm just asking. He has. Okay. That's not the point I'm saying. We don't need to argue that Jordan Love is is a world breaker. Well, it seems like you are. That's not the point here. He didn't do anything to shock anybody. This was an offensive line and a defensive line for the Packers that bullied us into oblivion the entire game. He had the most clean pocket I saw out of any player in the league. The league over the weekend. It was a perfect U-shape the whole fucking game. Beautiful. Yeah. The only time he got sacked was off this like really weird looping stunt with Yannick where he took forever to throw it. It was like five or six seconds later he gets sacked. All the plays that he linked up with his wide receivers, they were wide open. Because we played cover two, we did not fucking talk in the secondary and coordinate who had who, and we played weak-ass fucking 1990s fucking football. (laughs) Where you just sit in a fucking cover two, and you let them tear you apart. It doesn't work when you don't have defensive linemen. If you can't pass rush in Tampa 2, you're fucked. And Mm -hmm. we didn't pass rush him at all. Our three technique, Justin Jones... Three technique is the most important position in that defense. He didn't register a stat. That means he didn't even put his hand on someone when they were getting tackled. What the fuck? Our defense played so pathetically. So when I come into this game and I have all these fucking 
optimistic storylines and then I see the scheme and the way that the game was called when you repeat and repeat and repeat offensive wide receiver screens when Chase Claypool is letting five foot eight corners body him and he's not blocking him and then that same corner is grabbing Darnell Mooney and suplexing him on his head and Chase Claypool's three yards away while it's happening throwing his hands up I'm out on Chase Claypool, dude. There's cut-ups on social media of, like, every play that he was in watching his effort. It's disgusting to see. That sucks, um, man. I legitimately wouldn't care if we cut him. I'm at that point because I almost think it's worse to keep him on the field. At the end of the game, we still kept throwing screens. And one of them was the one I just referenced. You still had your starters on the field when you were getting blown out. Justin throws a quick screen to Darnell Mooney, chases the lead blocker. He does not block the guy at all. He gets thrown five yards back, and then Darnell Mooney gets hit in the head, lands on his head, and walks off hurt while Chase is nowhere near him, pouting. He looked like a petulant child the whole game. He had two like potential uh, balls that he might have been able to catch. One was a tip. Didn't catch any of them. He fucking sucks. He's an idea. He's a frame. He's nothing. He's not even a football player. He's really not. Dude, he's not. He's a, he's a figment of your imagination, dude. That's what he is. I'm out on him. I I, I said words. when we traded for him I like that Claypool. I would try to give him. Why? What has he done since his rookie year other than be a distraction and a bad football player? Really he's bad. My, he's my Notre Dame boy. Okay. In college, every time he went for a jump ball, did he fade backwards like a soft fuck and let the defensive back half his size body him? Because that's what he does in the league. Not that I recall. He's soft. He's soft. I don't want to see him play football. I don't want him on the field. I would rather see a Quinemeus St. Brown on the field. At least he can block. He can't catch. He's on my... uh, Guess what? Chase Claypool can't catch either. So, yeah. Bears fans are kind of overreacting to this. Am I overreacting? Yeah, I think we're going to be middle I mean, of the road. I but think what Bears I'm saying fans is are rightfully we came triggered. In, we came in in a must-win game for all the reasons that I highlighted, and the scheme didn't change a bit at halftime when it didn't yeah. work in the first half. You yeah. kept running the same shit to the point where, dude, three targets to DJ Moore, and all three of them were electric plays, one of which was almost a two-point conversion that would have been one of the silliest catches, except he ran into the camera out of bounds and dropped it, and it was like a continuation of the catch thing. It was crazy. How do you not target him more? What are we doing? I hate it. Dude, Justin looks bad, and I can't even tell if it's his fault. I'm not sure that it is. I like Fields. Here's what I'll say when I can. When He's I say telegraphing his throws and never looking off a fuck, dude. Justin Fields, tr- just once, try to look off a defensive back. Just once, don't just stare at your fucking first read, please. Why oh why? Why oh why are you staring him down, <laughs> Justin? Um, here's what I'll say, and when I say you guys are rightfully triggered, is that I'm you fucking beat, mad, you dude. The Bears haven't beat the Packers in years, so to finally be rid of the big bad wolf and Aaron Rodgers so to speak as a Bears fan and then and get embarrassed uh, at home at home while they show his mom cheering on us after Justin got her a ticket shitty tickets maybe next time she'll get lower bowl hopefully it was rough stay Um, tuned for the next episode of the Bears being absolutely pathetic against the Green Bay Packers
Yeah, I, I'm. You know, I'm very intrigued to see what what the story is on both those teams because I think jury is still out despite the performance of both sides. I think jury is still out despite the performance. You know, Week I one. think that the way okay, that the Bears fan, I do too. I think the way the Bears fan base and the Bears media has reacted is definitely lighting a fire to the point where this coaching staff will have to make adjustments. Sure. I have gone both ways on how I think Hot. we're going to play the Buccaneers because this totally screams correction game to me where you just say, all right, we had a game plan where we were worried about our offensive line protecting against that crazy defensive front for the Packers, which has a lot of first round picks. So we're going to try to incorporate screens to our highly invested wide receivers. We put a lot of like cap draft capital into, you know what I mean? Um, But that didn't, that, that game plan didn't change when it didn't work. And that's what I'm worried about. So now I almost feel like they're going to go, Justin, just let it rip because you're playing like worried because we kept telling you, take the check down, take the check down. And now he's like, he doesn't know what he's doing out there. He's not playing like himself. They need to let him run like crazy. If he, he runs and guess like what? crazy he looked against electric Tampa Bay. When he ran. Yeah. When he, if he, and, I, and honestly, and we'll get to picks, but I think if he runs like crazy this week, you guys will be fine. But I've gone back and forth on that. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm not picking the Bears until I see this this offensive and defensive coaching staff make adjustments um, to, to fit the needs of what you have on your roster. If you don't have pass rushers, you have to bring heat. If you don't have an offensive line, but you do have a DJ Moore, maybe do one more slant route because he got like 18 yards on the one he caught. Sure, sure. I don't know, maybe do more than one designed quarterback run for Justin Fields, who's like top three fastest player that's been clocked. What are we doing, dude? So until they make adjustments, I can't pick the Bears in good conscience because what I saw was the same team as last year, which is crazy because we, I thought we picked up a bunch of talent and then we didn't use them. So maybe don't invest $80 million in middle linebackers if your fucking defensive line is shit. Because they can't do anything. Because the offensive line's climbing to them. Moving on. Raiders eke out a very narrow victory over the Broncos. 17-16. to Garoppolo had two touchdowns. I didn't get to see any of this game. Any no. of it. Same. The afternoon games, I didn't watch very much of because, Luke, when I tell you that I was standing like Chase Claypool in front of my television and, like, just dramatically dropping to my knees whenever, like, Aaron Jones gets like a 50 yard screen. I was watching your game closely as well. I was like so distraught and it's it. I'm so mad because I was so optimistic and sure that this was our moment to finally beat the Packers and they have every right to just clown us into oblivion. Why wouldn't they they? do? They really, why wouldn't they? We were pathetic again. (sighs) Anyway, you partied out. I'm mad, dude. You partied out again. I'm going to give you a no-honk guarantee is what the yeah, offensive dude. coordinator said about Justin Fields. What if Justin honks in the car? I'm going to give you a no-honk guarantee. All right. <laughs> Eagles beat the Patriots in a narrow one, 25 to 20. McCorkle Jones with three touchdowns in that game. But yeah. all Come of these me. pale in – The replay. All of, ooh, it is. I see that now. All of these paled in comparison to the game we're getting to right now. The only game that we had different selections mm. in the Jersey bet, the Miami Dolphins versus the LA Chargers. <sighs> let me, Such let a me tasty just say, game. Let me, let me just say a thousand pardons, a thousand pardons to a thousand pardons. Please forgive pardons. me. I would hit my knees before you. I'm so sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to doubt you. It was the first time I've ever doubted you. A thousand pardons. Um, you're so good and great. 
and you're a man's man and I regret anything I've ever said and except for the positive stuff you're so good and I'm very proud he had the best quarterback performance in the NFL week one him and Jordan Love were big dick B again uh Jordan Love didn't do anything crazy. Like Jordan Love was really a freak, didn't. dude. No, like, not when, Dak. Dak had a good had a good week. Dak's a freak. Yeah, but what I, when I say that Tua did it in a back and forth game against elite competition, Tua went for four hundred plus, right? Four sixty six and three touchdowns. Tyreek Hill eleven catches, two fifteen and two touchdowns. And not only that, Luke. Mike McDaniel's was in, in his fucking bag on play calling. Tua was, was shut the fuck up so I could talk. Tua was running up in the pocket and launching deep balls just like Josh Allen, except he was throwing them accurately, you bitch. And he was fucking dicing up that defense. The, dude, Khalil Mack and a balding Joey Bosa could do nothing to to the fucking no. Samoa strong to a Tungle Vailoa. Yeah. Okay. My lord. He was hitting them with a Kamehameha wave every play. He's the man. He's the man. I like I said, only positive Tua vibes henceforth. I was very scared, and and I realized I realized today when I heard him talk talk his talk about like. If they think I can't throw deep and I threw for 466, I don't know. And I was like, God, this guy's so cool. He did I'm throw like, it deep. Yeah. And I'm like, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, the, like, it doesn't I, matter I, if it, oh, sorry. Well, I'm just saying what I realized about myself post injury last year is that I, and, and for no good reason, I suppose, um, aside from, I guess, being older than him is that I worried, I worried about him. I, I was like, I felt protective as a fan or something. I don't know why, but I, I was worried. I, I, I didn't expect anything but the worst. And that was foolish because the man came out and bawled the fuck out. It was awesome. And he was under a lot of scrutiny for, for, for a lot of things that were beyond his control this past year. Um, it so was incredible. I want to just make sure we, we, we highlight that too is the shit on top of all of that. I mean, yes, Herbert's deep ball looks drastically different than Tua's deep ball in terms of velocity, but Tua's still putting it on the money. It doesn't really matter. He's getting it there, and he's fitting think, it in crazy windows. You think Justin Herbert might be a figment of our imagination? That's what I want to uh, ask you. Brad, it seems that Brad has this bug in his brain that says you can only pass with Justin Herbert because he's God's gift to the human race. Every time there's a there's a talking point with the Chargers, all Brad says is, "Yeah, I'm hoping that we really just pass more with Justin Herbert." And it's like, "All right, man, like your your coach is going to keep fucking throwing these these close games. You guys got absolutely buried Dark by their Brandon. defense at the end. Like Jalen Phillips and and uh Chubb and fucking Wilkins were eating him. So it's like, what does it matter, I guess?" So I think Herbert's good, but Tua outplayed him, and it can't be I think denied. Miami is going to fuck that division up, and I regret well, And I the predicted Jets. it. Yeah. I get why you and did. And they indicted you. <laughs> All right, let's burn through these. We're already in an hour. Rams Sorry, blew out the Seahawks 30-13 to in a very unexpected game. Stafford had almost 340. Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua were out there just eating I'm up the wide that. receiver. I'm into yeah. that, Papa. Ever heard of those guys? I Lastly. Not. Not lastly, but lastly for Sunday, we have the primetime NFC East game. Cowboys blowing out the Giants My forty to nothing. God, in you a game that gonna... I fell asleep after the first. Yeah, half. you think you're gonna cuddle up to some to some fucking 
amazing football to, to give you a nightcap. To and some instead, Hudsonville fucking brownie cookie dough ice cream, dude, maybe some fucking popcorn. Instead it's torrential downpour at MetLife Stadium, just just beating the fuck out of the field, just getting it ready for Rodgers' leg. And, and the Cowboys knocked the Jets the fuck out. You want to talk about divisional loss? Like, your divisional loss against Giants. the Bears versus the Packers. Sorry, that's what I meant. Your your divisional loss, Bears against the Packers, looked like nothing compared to this gobsmacking loss the Giants And to be clear, the, I, it doesn't make me feel any Cowboys. better. It doesn't make me feel any better. But, yes. It should. It should. It doesn't. Because that's gross. It, it, all right. So, I The Giants have be, higher aspirations right yeah, now than the Bears. It's just 100%. a fact. 100%. It's just right, and I'm not I'm not letting the Bears off the hook. Fuck that. They they had to win that game, and they didn't. And not only was it not close, you got embarrassed. However, I was even telling D uh, Sunday night, I'm like, man, this is gonna take a little bit of the smoke off the Bears That's because I felt you just paid Daniel Jones, and then you also paid your left tackle a historic uh, record breaking contract, and that defense destroyed you destroyed you i have nothing to say about this other than it was a disgusting blowout that i shouldn't have had to stomach ugly blowout it's the same kind of blowout they delivered the vikings last year in their own house they the cowboys are capable of this dak is capable of this and i love Dan quinn calls a good defense man I, and and mike mccarthy called that offense you know I what i mean like that was, well, i'm just <laughs> yeah. saying yeah i'm just Give saying like Rose's everybody gave him his bullshit for all this time and yeah i mean he called a hell of a game so it's very impressive, uh, and that's nothing to sniff at. That's the, that's a Giants team that had a playoff win last year. So, yep, absolutely. Uh, and Cowboys. we already we already hit on the Monday night game. Jets came out with the victory. hit on it quite a bit. Yeah. So I mean, dude. Other than the sloppiness, there was still plenty of heat in the first week. It, it was, was so amazing exciting. Amazing slate. The Lions Chiefs alone was sumptuous, dude. Came out like, so strong. Oh my God, this has been beautiful. I'm so happy we're back. I'm such a lucky boy. I'm the Michael Shannon at the Criterion Closet meme. Uh, this has been such a pleasure. I'm such a lucky boy. Well, not um, not yet. We still have this week's picks. I, I'm just saying. No, no, I'm not trying to get out of the episode. Oh, I thought you I thought feel, I was right. I feel up. so I feel so sated by by this. And I was telling Taylor, it was funny though. Like during Monday night, I was like all hyped up over that game, and I was like, this sucks. There's no football the next two days, and she just I know. can't fathom living in this world. Tomorrow I wake up and there's a Vikings game. I'm freaking exactly. out. I don't know if I'm, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. I told D that like I love football season because it's so easy to schedule entertainment in to keep oh me motivated my. during the day. It is and the ultimate. My girlfriend said that sounds kind of sad. And I'm like, it is shut a little. Fuck up. I said, it's shut a little up. sure. Yeah, of course it is. But, you know, that's don't just part that. of it. All right. Just part Luke, of it. All week I've been feeling, oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. J E T S. The, the stadium was bummer. electric in that game on 9/11's Eve, or actual night of 9/11. No, so, you already kind of buried the lead. Minnesota at Philadelphia for the Thursday night Let's game tomorrow go. night. You're Let's gonna do first go. pick this week because I did last week. So Sunday, I'm watching that game, and I'm like, wow, man, I'm so objective. I can't believe I'm going to pick the Eagles against the Vikings. And then I was like, no, no, I'm not doing that. Fuck that. I think the Vikings can bounce back just as easily. Uh, And I think the Eagles, they're on behind me right now. I'm watching the reflection of the window like as I do this podcast. I have it on the replay. They don't look that fucking good in that game. 
I think that we can give. I, I understand there's the Super Bowl. I understand the Eagles beat the shit out of us in primetime last year at the beginning of the year, shut Jefferson down completely. I understand that happened. Um, but I think it's a new leaf, man. I, I, I'm back. I'm week two optimist. Luke is so here. I think we're going like to get it. it together. JJ's still a freak. Madison is going to. I think we should give him some more carries and let Kirk, like, you know, rest his ribs here and there. Um, and then I think our defense just needs to just go crazy on Hurts. Just just rush him like crazy. Make him throw as much as he fucking can. Don't let him go anywhere. Just fucking hit him. And the Vikings can win. Okay. So you picked the Vikings. I picked um, the Vikings, and I was not going to. I went, I was this close. I get I it. slept on it lest for a I few remind days. You, lest I remind you, Lester Holt, that <laughs> Darius Slay played corner for that that team last year and when he mm-hmm. sh- not only shut down Justin Jefferson yes. but actually made him look bad in one of the games which I didn't think yeah. was even possible Shut on top down. of that, they have incredible talent on their defensive line and your offensive yes. line looked bad. I'm Jaylen taking Carter's going to be Yep, I I didn't expect any less and I understand the pick. I think I, that that pass rush is going to come after us. It's not going to be good, so we got to figure something out. Because Quick, the difference get, is Kirk getting rid of it is just what's going to have to happen. I Fast. think it's I think it's harder for skill the har- the farther away you are from the ball and not counting quarterback, I think the longer it takes to get acclimated um, and build the rapport and get up to speed. And line play is one of the ones that like you're you're banging every play. Like I think that their defensive line might fuck you guys up. And I'm I get d- it. don't don't get it twisted. I think the Buccaneers defensive line is gonna fuck us up. So um, I think the I'm just putting it on the just I learned I'm putting a lot of my information in these picks this week based on week one, which might be foolish, but I just okay. feel like I feel like the Vikings could could walk toe to toe with these Patriots with Giants. And the, no, no, no. I feel uh, like the Vikings I meant like could literal Giants. We walk toe to toe with Giants. Oh, okay, got you, got you, got you. No, I think that we could we could play just as well as the Patriots did, and I understand the Patriots didn't win, but they look good. They look good. So like like a Grecian Cyclops or something. That's a, no problem. Something of the sort. Some Titans. Okay. Yeah, we got Green Bay at Atlanta. Who do you have for that one, Luke? I have Green Bay. After that amazing performance against the Bears, this is a team that is more put together and more seasoned uh, with one another than these Falcons. Unfortunately, I think that Green Bay might actually be better than I pegged them coming into the season. <laughs> um, and I don't even know if Jordan Love has to be great because their defense is really good and they have two super good running backs. So he balled without I, Christian Watson last week too. These are the receivers that Rogers complained about. I don't really think he balled that much. He had two good throws. Other than that, everyone was wide open and he had so much time. It was like, I think anybody could do that. I have to see him against a good defense before I'm, and when he does, I will give him his credit because I just haven't seen anything to tell me that he's great yet, but I'm so impressed. That's such a statement. When why we, we played so bad. Like our defense is the same. It's the same. We aren't doing anything. It's just, it's depressing, man. Like I'm excited to see more. I hear you. Did you see, did you see what Miami's defense did to fucking Herbert at that end of that game where they were just destroying him with Vic Fangio calling plays? We Miami's had that dangerous Miami is a dangerous squad. We had that in 2018. I know what a good defense looks like when it's being called from a guy that knows how to set things up, knows how to fucking close a game and scheme against a young quarterback. And then I know super, super softy 
Allen Williams, who literally doesn't even know Blitz. I can't get off it, dude. Like, I just think that the Bears were objectively so bad. How can you even give anyone credit? Well, it's hard to say. We'll find out. So we'll see. So I have Green Bay, too, in that one. Um, I'm a down in the dumps <laughs> about it. fucking funny way to end that. <laughs> so fucking funny. Next, we have Las Vegas yeah, at Buffalo. Yeah, so I have love. Uh, yeah, okay, we got Vegas who? We have Vegas at Buffalo Bills. Um, yeah, you know, I want, I actually wrote Vegas, and I go, no, 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 no. Buffalo, Josh just gets his fucking head on his shoulders and doesn't have stupid turnip. Well, just like that many. You can have a couple. You can have fucking two, not four. Like, you know what I mean? Like I really worry that his entire game, his entire way he plays is predicated on that. And that's just something that happens with it. I don't know if he knows how to play without trying to jump over people six yards from the first down. Well, if there's a team I think he can jump over, I think it's the Raiders. I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. Well, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I also have the Buffalo Bills in what I think will be a bounce back game for them. Because the Jets are still a very, very good defense to try to play against. Their secondary is mm-hmm. good. Their linebackers the Jets have a Quinn and Williams brother. And their oh, D-line is super good. Next, we have a divisional matchup, Baltimore at Cincinnati. Uh, I have, let me see. My mom said our pick sheet, and it's out of order. Oh, sorry, mom. It's not a knock on you. It's my fault. A thousand pardons. It's Baltimore at Cincinnati. I took Baltimore. Um, Baltimore is my is, is my take on this. I think um, I, I'm going Lamar over Burrow. Um I think Burrow is going to bounce back and have a good game. I think the the Bengals will will far surpass their output from last week. I'll call that rust. Um, but I think same same story for. I mean, even despite all the injuries, it's a murderous row of injuries in Baltimore. But I still I still pick them. I think uh, Lamar's on. He's 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 gonna have a big year. They did have a lot of injuries. I also agree with pretty much everything you said. I think this will be a competitive game, but a game where they're still breaking off that rust. And I think that the Bengals are going to start out 0-2 and then start to click. So I also have the Baltimore Ravens. Next, we have Seattle at Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, I have Detroit as well. I mean, Detroit, my God. I, I kind of hope the Seahawks year last year was not anomalous and that after getting the money and everyone got the fucking t- film on him, that Gino is not going to suddenly like regress super hard. I hope that doesn't happen. Even if it is, I don't care. Like I, I, it was a beautiful, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, it was, it was an anomaly. It doesn't matter. Like it was a fucking anomaly to get that. Nobody's ever done what Gino and the Seahawks did last year together. Like that was beautiful. So I don't, I mean, Case Keenum maybe is an argument. Like, you know what I mean? Like, for the Vikings, but not really, because he wasn't, like, that high of a pick. Like, it was beautiful. Case Keenum so, has been floated uh, as a Jets potential pickup. Ooh, he's got magic. I've, I've seen I've it happen. Taylor Heineke floated. Heard that as well. All right. We have the L.A. Chargers at Tennessee Titans. Chargers. Chargers you know, are high-flying, um, and I think they'll they'll be just fine. Um uh, Eckler had a big game, even though he's strained, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and I think he, I think they'll be good. I, I don't have a lot. I gotta be real with you, dude. Until pre- proven otherwise, and I'll shut my mouth and eat crow if I have to. I haven't been. I'm. I don't have high hopes in Tennessee. I don't. I don't think much of them. 
Yeah, so I'm also picking the Chargers. I don't have high hopes for Tennessee either, but their defense is still scary, and I actually worry for Herbert in this game. Like, I can see him getting fucked wow. up pretty bad. Yeah. Okay, well, this we, we saw him good. get hurt early last year and then yep. run him into the ground, so I don't want to gonna go again. from that that beating you took against the Dolphins to this defensive front. It's kind of worrisome. So I also have the Chargers to win it, but I do think it'll be a, a hard-fought game. Chicago at Tampa Bay. Sorry, pal. <sighs> Buccaneers. Buccaneers yeah. for me. Uh, but I did originally I did originally write the Bears, and then I checked the spread in Vegas because I was like, what are they saying? I don't want to be dumb here. And they are, they are favoring the Buccaneers. And after what I saw last week, I consider my team to be better than your team. Just saying. Um, yeah, I kind of do it could too. Happen again. You know, it's just sad, dude, because like I totally think that we should be so much better than we are right now. Like I just cannot it takes fathom. Time. It takes time. What do you mean? We It's it takes it's a plant, dude. Like your team is not the your team is not the ready-made like Rams or something like that. Um No, I know, but like, like you, it could just take some hard nasty development. I have Tampa Bay in this one. I think Me our well. offensive line looks the exact fucking same shit show that it did last year. And Justin, well, then you'll get a good pick. Him. Yeah, and we'll get, get two good, good line picks, men. and then Justin Fields won't be our fucking quarterback anymore if that happens. And then I'll be sad. So why you think he'll right. be hurt or leave? Dude, if we have a high pick, he's not going to be our quarterback next year because we'll. Oh, get, you think we'll he'll draft? Get, yes, because the quarterbacks oh, in this nice. draft are incredible. That's interesting. And we have the wow. Panthers pick, and I think their pick's going to be high. Yeah. All right. Let's continue. Yeah, I have Tampa Bay. I can't pick the Bears until I see a competent game plan. I just can't. I like it. I like it. Kansas City at Jacksonville. Kansas City. Gosh, um, Almighty. Why? Me too. Uh, yeah, I I'm, I like Jacksonville a lot. In a bounce back really game. Kansas City's gonna bounce back so fucking hard, dude. Just I, all I over thought, maybe. I have to eat shit about that too because I said they were going to dog walk the Lions and I was so fucking wrong. So now I will live in fear and awe of the Lions until proven otherwise. <laughs> and it was it was both exciting and scary because oh. I'm worried for the, the Lions hurting me. Alright, I also have Kansas City. Indianapolis at Houston. I have... Who'd I write down? Indianapolis. Uh, since Richardson's playing, I got high hopes for him. I think he he alone is talented enough to do some crazy shit um, and, and stay in a game with a team like this. So I, I got the Colts. Houston. I like it. You think Stroud's going to have a game? Uh, not necessarily. I think that this might be it's a bad offensive game for the, for the Colts. And we've seen that this is a hard-fought um, in-division matchup. This was the game last year that gifted the Bears the number one overall pick in a Hail Mary. And they were doing that with Davis Mills. Um, you Look got at the it. different faces. Like, you got now it's two with... first-round rookie QBs. <clears throat> I yeah. love it. You've got Will Anderson, who is making plays out there. D'Amico Ryans is going to have him running hot. Um, I can, I'm not too high on the Colts, and I could see this one being a little mini upset of the week. This was probably my craziest pick. I like it. Houston. All right, next we have San Francisco at LA Rams. <clears throat> San Francisco. They're, they're terrifying. They're, they're probably the favorite in the NFC. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm breaking news there. Eagles or them for sure. Maybe Eagles even too. Eagles some people too. might be like thinking ahead about how well the Cowboys played, but I need to see them. 
continue at that pace before I would crown them. Niners, but. Niners scared the piss out of me. The Rams played a really good game last week. From yes, what I've gathered, I didn't watch too much of it, but I still have San Francisco in this one because yep. the things that I was worried about, they kind of put to bed in Week One. Um, I was worried about the velocity and stuff with Purdy. That didn't seem to be a problem. Um, Purdy's I was my boy, wor- dude. I was worried about Nick Bosa playing. <laughs> that wasn't a problem. He broke no. off a record-breaking highest-paid defender contract, and he was out there making plays. So we both have San Francisco. New York Giants at Arizona. Uh, New York Giants. The Giants did get beat in a, a, just, a, just a humiliating fashion last week, but the Cardinals are going to suck, dude. Like, oh my Yeah, God. you don't go get Josh Dobbs with no experience got, with the offensive playbook unless you're tanking. So you I also have the Giants. You? Did you? Did you get that fire in you? <laughs> you got that fire in your gut? You got that fire in your gut. Everybody else is uh, clowning them too. It's not just you? us. I also have the Giants. Uh, New York Jets at Dallas. Dallas, unfortunately. Because uh, yeah. this game was going to be so exciting about like three days ago. Um, mm. So, oh, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, no, Dallas is going to beat the absolute tar out of him. But if Dak gets terrified and rushed by this amazing defense, that's intriguing. I actually think it's going to be a close, entertaining game. I think Who you got? The, I have Dallas. Pick Zach I, Wilson. No, you love Zach Wilson. I'm not going to, though. All right, good. Because I think that that good defense call. is Same. really scary and that offensive line for the Jets is bad. I also I'm trying to think goad you into making the wrong pick. You can't. They're already on the paper. I'll goad you. I have Dallas in that one. Washington Commanders at Denver Broncos, Luke. I have Washington Commanders. Sean Payton, no fake, no fake onsides, no <laughs> silly bullshitties. <laughs> All right. This is Washington now. This is Jay Z's team or Magic Johnson's. Who bought it? Magic Johnson's in Fuck, the group. I keep fucking that up. He's in the the buyers group. He's winning time zone Magic Johnson. I keep being like, Jay-Z has the Nets, right? Or did? I'm an idiot. I don't fucking anyway, know. Anyway, regardless. Beats by Dre. All right. Commanders. I also have the Washington Commanders in this one. I picked Denver way too much last year to, to yeah, keep Yeah, no little shitties. I picked them a lot too. Miami at New England. Miami. Miami terrifies me. They are They are now the favorite in the AFC for me. Lovely. Um, I also have what Miami. the fuck? Oh my god, dude! They're gonna. I'm so scared now. Just based off of week one, I'm so scared. Every doubt I had was put to bed in week one by Miami. Are you aware that we have two games on Monday that are staggered by one hour? Can you? I don't know why I'm so that's confused by this. I'm really why. confused by it. Like, um, you know what At I thought of? At least make it a double header. I thought that too. I had this whole thought process the other night because they started advertising. I'm like, no, this is weird. Why the fuck are they staggered on different networks? It's only like an hour apart. But then I was like, okay, both of these games kind of look shitty. So I was like, maybe they were like, look, yes. I think they're both like, look, we, we know both these games kind of suck. We'll just do both. And one of them could be an absolute ball fest and you want to go watch it. I have no clue why they're doing it. Maybe that's That's my only guess. My best guess. It's a good educated guess. It seems weird. Um, I'm definitely going to watch both. It's just going to be like, you know, easier to say it's just an accident or something, but New Orleans at Carolina. Um, that is a good question. I have Carolina. Surprisingly, I'm going to, I'm going to pick Bryce young and, and do it. And this one I went, I hemmed, I hemmed and hawed, do it. I hemmed and hawed. And and honestly looking at it, I don't know why I picked it, Uh, but it's our, it's inked. Um, I'm picking the Panthers. Okay. 
I no, I don't. I have New Orleans, and I don't think it's going to be a good game for the Panthers in general. Probably, definitely not a good game for Bryce Young. If you think about the Saints, they have definitely a good secondary, and they have a very good middle linebacker who's super old but still plays electric football. And their defensive line's good, and I think they're going to absolutely fuck up that offense. Um, it's a gamble. It's a bad gamble. By on me, top of that, it. you have a veteran quarterback in Carr, though I'm not high on him. I like Carr. He's I got Olave. Like yeah, I've in. Yeah, I've got the Saints. All right, in oh, our last game, this. we have Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Oh, I wish I wouldn't have picked the Panthers. Um, <laughs> Cleveland at Pittsburgh. I'm so sick about it. Um, I picked the Cleveland Browns, and that is off of uh, them beating the tar out of uh, the Bengals, and off of Pittsburgh looking like dog shit last week. Yeah. So. Cleveland Browns at home, or no, at Pittsburgh. Look, as much as I hate the man, there's been a lot of clips of of Miles Garrett lining up at the a linebacker and, and hitting a hezzy before he goes and puts a lick on Burrow. He's I've doing got the crossover, Cleveland. dude. Ew. I thought Pittsburgh would be better coming out of the gate. They weren't. Me too. So I'm no, taking Cleveland in this one. We have three different picks that are different this week, so potentially some movement as the train comes in. I'm, uh, I think I'm gifting you with the – panthers but i don't know I'm excited i might be about gifting wanna, you with I, houston but who knows fair fair's fair i like it look at us gentlemen don't try to hedge Gen- it i'm not hedging shit what a week it was week one of the 2023 nfl season electricity is in the air we're all fireworks we all have explosives, explosives. we all have jobs now so during yeah. the day we're just full-on hasbula at our little home <laughs> office we are we are we have yeah. we got our double I, monitors. Just any Hasbula meme, any meme you see of Hasbula, is me and Aiden during the football season. Just it can apply perfectly. That's how we. Especially feel. the one where he's just brandishing a knife and he's always looking to stab. You ever noticed that? No, I haven't. For NFL Mayo, I've been Aiden. <laughs> I've been Luke. And we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> All right. Are I'll you guys gonna get beat to shit tomorrow by the Eagles or what? Yeah. Is it gonna be an entertaining game? Party time! Excellent! Way!